Welcome to the Get Over Divorce podcast, where you'll learn to get your power back, hold healthy boundaries, and become the confident, successful single woman who can find real lasting love yet. Divorce sucks, but the rest of your life doesn't have to. Let's create a life you love. I'm your host, relationship coach, Julie Danielson. Let's do this. Hello, hello. Welcome to the podcast. And today I just felt like I had to attack this topic that it is a lie that online dating sucks. And I hear women say this all of the time in my free Facebook group that online dating sucks. And I'm just going to be really super straight with you. Um, I'm, we're going to talk about this today, but I want you to know that my personal interaction with online dating was very minuscule because I met my now amazing hubby at work, <laughs> creating our own little scandal. Just kidding. But I mostly dated organically after my divorce and prior to getting married. But I have studied online dating, and I have read many, many books on the subject. I love Matthew Hesse, and I follow all of his stuff. And I've really field-tested with hundreds of clients what works and what doesn't work. And there's several things I know to be true about online dating. Now, I want you to think of it this way. When people go on one date, and they have a bad date, and they go online or they talk to their girlfriends and they're just like, oh, I just had this awful experience. Online dating sucks. They correlate that one or two dates not being good as online dating sucks, which is terrible. It's like saying job hunting online sucks. And think of it this way. If you were to, you know, just get all of the credentials to get your dream job and you get online, you go on monster.com or Indeed or whatever, and you apply to two jobs and you interview for one of them and you don't get either of them. You might walk away saying online job hunting sucks and just quit. And then you stay stuck in your same job, same position because it's comfortable And it's easy because you already have it. This is why people stay stuck in relationships for too long. So then compare it to the person who has their credentials and they're super gung-ho about getting their dream job. And they apply to 10 jobs and they get five interviews. And of those five interviews, they get two job offers. And they get to pick between two of these potential dream jobs which one they want, right? Like that is really going all in on finding your dream job and really believing in your own worth and valuing yourself at a high level so that you get the pay that you want, you get the benefits that you want, you get the location and the hours and the vacation and the the boss and the team that you love working for. This is what happens when you are willing to feel the discomfort of job hunting and really going on the hunt for that amazing job. Well, online dating is the same. So you have to be willing to get uncomfortable and to lean into that discomfort of filtering through all the not great matches so that you can get a good match. 
But here's what I know to be true about online dating. And I have five powerful keys to online dating, like an amazing boss-ass bitch or boss-ass dude, whatever. Dudes can use these keys too. The first one is, if you do not clean up your wounds and heal from the past, you will repeat all of your past behaviors into the next relationship. A lot of people call this self-sabotage. I just spoke with a woman the other day and she said that she keeps getting ghosted by men. She said she goes on these dates and she might really like someone and she thought it really went well, but then she never hears from them. And then this happened three times in a row. And it literally took me 30 seconds to uncover what she was doing that presented her as being a huge red flag for men. And she had them running in the other direction. She was super needy and clingy on those dates. She did everything in her power to get them to like her. And she usually got physical right away. Now, if you don't know why those are red flags, I'm just going to get really real here. Guys will sleep with women that present that way, but they are not going to relationship her. Men don't want to be someone's knight in shining armor. Men are attracted to women that are strong and can stand on their own two feet. They also don't really want to relationship the woman that is too fast to get him into the bedroom because they think in their own minds that if this is her normal date, then she's sleeping with a lot of guys and that's not really sexy to him. So again, clean up your wounds, heal from your past so that you can be confident and healthy and whole. Otherwise, you will be ghosted. Okay, number two. If you are not getting the high quality men that you're looking for, then take a hard look in the mirror. Are you the quality of person you would want to date? Now, I know that seems harsh, and I don't mean to be harsh. It seems like like I know I went through this phase where I would be like, oh my God, I'm really trying to up-level the type of man that I'm dating, but I was not a match for him, and I had to become that. And because I had that realization, I was able to slow down and be more intentional on those dates. I slowed down to really get to know them without the physical interaction. I took better care of what I revealed about myself in those early dates because let's face it, if you show up on a first date like the hot mess express and you reveal all of your deepest, darkest secrets in order to be honest and upfront, you might scare the guy away. Now, this doesn't mean withhold vital information, like if you have young children or if you're currently living with your parents because you recently got divorced, but it does mean be slow to reveal all of your truths, your secrets, or information about how your breakup really went down. Like if you if you are super brokenhearted and you just want to like disparage your ex, that's a turnoff to someone. Things that might be hard on your heart to talk about, you save until you feel like the time is right to reveal it. Okay, number three, online dating does not suck. It is a fantastic tool of modern times, right? It's kind of like 
Do you want to throw away your iPhone and go back to a rotary dial phone? No. Like dating is a process of elimination and this requires math. So the more men you can sort through, the faster, the sooner you narrow down that dating pool to quality men. And online dating allows you to basically advertise what it is you're looking for and hope that they self-select, raise their hand and say, hey, that sounds like me. Or they just simply swipe right and match with you. When you craft your profile correctly, you are whispering into the ears of your ideal mate and hopefully he's seeing you as a perfect match. All the while, you are repelling the men that do not match with those qualities. Online dating helps you filter through the masses of men and eliminate the ones you don't want to waste your time on. Imagine getting set up on a blind date every time you went on a date. You meet at a restaurant, you sit down with a complete stranger that your Aunt Betty set you up with, and at first glance, he seems okay. And then he smiles and he's like missing teeth and they're gross. Does he chew tobacco? And you can't get past it and you still have two hours to kill with him before you can comfortably leave. This is why online dating does not suck. You can find out if you even want to spend two hours getting to know someone before you even meet them. Now, I know there are a, there are a lot of men out there catfishing women, and there's even a popular documentary on Netflix right now called The Tinder Swindler. Yes, this is a problem. Go watch that show. There are men out there that will lie about who they are so they can get sex, get money, and just basically manipulate women. So even if you have no money, these guys, this guy on this show had the power to make women believe that they were in a committed relationship and they must get a loan, go into debt, and get the money. This is a real thing and this is happening a lot. And this happens because women were easily romanced into believing that they were the chosen one. They desired to be rescued. And then when they felt safe and in love, these men pull the con. So we need to prevent that from happening. All right, number four. Learning to date powerfully and intelligently is crucial for finding real lasting love. When we date because we're trying to find happiness from another person, you will fail. When we date out of need to fill a void that we feel inside ourselves, we will fail. And by fail, I mean it will not be a healthy quality match. Dating with power and intelligence means you love yourself first enough to let the wrong ones go. Being in your power means you're not dating to please that other person. And it's so vital that before you even dip your toe into the dating pool, that you trust yourself enough to keep the promises that you make to yourself about dating. And then date because you want to have fun. Dating is a great way to really get to know yourself. You're going to flop and fail on some of these dates. You might even commit 
dating word vomit. This is a common practice, and I totally have done it myself. And dating word vomit is when you unload all of those hairy, scary details of your life, your whole story, all of your relationships, and how they all failed in one big long spiel. And this is not sexy. It's not even cute in like a vulnerability kind of way. This is like a bait for a narcissist. And only a narcissist would like that and find that attractive enough for a second date. So when you stand in your power, when you date, that means you are slowly revealing yourself. You're confident. You're whole on your own two feet. You don't need a man to rescue you. You have hobbies. You have friends. You have a life that you can share with him and talk about. Standing in your power while dating also means you know what you want out of life and you're basically just getting to know him to find out if he is a fit and if you're attracted to him. The end goal is not to find a man that checks all the boxes. The end goal is to find a man that checks off your boxes and blows your socks off and makes you feel like he is a hell Yes, and like you want to club him over the head and drag him to your cave. So I've seen a lot of women out there that are in relationships that are just okay. And they're like, he checks all the boxes and he's such a nice guy. And I'm like, that's not hot. That's not passionate. Okay is boring. A healthy and amazing relationship requires deep, meaningful, hard conversations. And those are sexy Those conversations are deeply intimate and connecting. They are how you build a foundation for a meaningful, healthy, lasting relationship. When two people can come together, share their own wants and needs and desires for their lives, their future, they build a foundation for real, lasting love. But when you're in a relationship that's just okay, it's because you're playing it safe. You're not willing to speak your truth. You're not willing to speak up for your real wants, needs, and desires. You end up short-selling yourself. And being in a relationship that starts out comfortable is going to end up unfulfilling, emotionally empty, and physically and sexually eh. (laughs) Like resistant, right? Uncomfortable. Maybe even... Um, void of sex. Hot, steamy loves happen happens when two healthy individuals come together and they're willing to be vulnerable with one another. They build a deep connection of safety and belonging. But if you're diving into a relationship because you want to be rescued from your life, That relationship is never going to work because only a narcissist is going to want to rescue someone. They prey upon women with big hearts and they love bomb them in the beginning. And it feels exciting and sexy and our egos love it, but it's not lasting and they can't keep up this charade for very long before they start revealing their true self. Okay, the last powerful key to online dating, number five, is be willing to be in it for the long haul. And I love this one because a lot of women, they just decide that they want to step into dating and they want a relationship and they want it now. 
And the reality is, in order to really find that amazing toe curling, incredible love, you have to be willing to be in it for the long haul. If you're looking for a quick fix to your broken heart, you're going to find someone that eases that pain temporarily, but they're not going to be a healthy, lasting relationship. They're going to be a rebound relationship. And those are common, and it's not necessarily bad, but they can be bad if you try to marry him or you don't allow the relationship to end when you've outgrown it or the time has just come to a natural halt. Most women that I've worked with that had successful rebound relationships when they were temporarily dating somebody, it helped them heal and they thought these guys were decent enough guys and these and at the time these women were really starving for that attention and that affection. They got what they needed. But after a while it became really obvious that it wasn't an actual good fit. So maybe you outgrow him or maybe your list of criteria has grown and he doesn't match that list. It is okay to let someone go. There are plenty of fish in the sea. Sometimes you need to let one go so you can open up the space for a new fish. Some women get sucked into the trap of thinking, but he's such a nice guy and I don't want to hurt him. And then they stay in that unfulfilling relationship because they think they're doing him a favor and they're not because there's a woman out there that is waiting for him and you are in the way. (laughs) And I love thinking this because I dated a guy that I had to let go and he is now happily married to somebody who is a much, much better fit for him than me. And if I stayed in that relationship, he might not have that right now. And I wouldn't have what I have right now. So sometimes when you break up with somebody, it's for his sake too, not just yours. All right, everyone, this is my firm stance on online dating. I have lots of thoughts and opinions on it. I've even created a digital course around online dating. It's called Empowered Dating. It is the exact program and model that I teach women that I work with to help them build their confidence, get out there in the dating world, and have so much fun doing it. Many women have met their match. They've met their husband, their fiance, and some of them are just stepping into that fun phase of commitment. But these Empowered Dating modules are only available inside my signature program, Thriving Through Divorce. And that is the complete program that will take you from, you know, the deep, dark pit of misery of divorce to healing and thriving and truly creating a life you love. If you want to learn more about that, book a call with me and we will find out if it is a perfect fit for you. All you need to do is go to juliedanielson.me forward slash application. The link is in the show notes fill out that application and grab a spot on my calendar. And I look forward to talking to you to find out if you are a perfect fit and I can help you thrive. That's all for now, everyone. Thanks for being here. Bye. Hey ladies, are you in my free Facebook group yet? It's called Thriving Community, Women Helping Women Through Divorce. You can search for it with that name in the search bar on Facebook, or just click the link in the show notes. You'll be prompted to fill out a few short questions to get in, 
But on the inside, there are weekly live streams with me where you can interact with me directly and ask me questions. I'll see you there.